Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Music and Beyond. I'm Ernie Crazy Eyes from Recall Productions. And today we have um, Tarantula Mountain from Austin, Texas. How's it going? Hey, thanks for having us. What's up? What's up? And I'm glad you guys are here because we've been talking. I feel like we've been talking for like six months about doing this, and I'm just so happy to have you guys on here. Yeah, we're we're excited. It's nice to hear a voice from the valley. Yeah, that was wild. I and yeah, I I was not expecting that when you when you reached out. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't know. It was kind of like <laughs> uh but uh, how how did a uh, Tarantula Mountain come together as a band? So, um we had a project called Tombstone Union, and in 2015, we started kind of doing like a side project, which was just uh, JB and myself. Um, he, so he was uh, writing these instrumental loop parts on guitar, and um, I thought it would be fun if we had a project that was just us two. So it kind of started from there, where um, he I, I kind of snagged some of his songs and he gave me some bass parts to play and we were just like an instrumental duo for a little while. And in 2020, we formed into, uh, we had done at some point we were a four piece. And then in 2020, we reformed into a three piece um, with myself on vocals and bass, JB on guitar and backup vocals. And then Mark Coronado on drums. That's and, funny that you say that. Cause I freaking love Mark. <laughs> you're familiar with the crown. Yeah, I'm familiar with the crown. And when I was watching the music videos this week, I was just like, "Holy crap, it's freaking Mark!" <laughs> <laughs> that guy's a legend, honestly, in my opinion. Yeah, he's a. We met because um, we all work at the Austin School of Music. I'm the director of operations. JB is a guitar teacher and other stringed instruments, and Mark's one of our drum instructors. So, over 2020, um, not there not being a lot of students in person at the school. Um, we found a lot of extra time to rehearse and write at the school. Um, you know, it's a downtime. So yeah, yeah, that's that's amazing. And honestly, like what I heard was was incredible because it it was just so different to what I'm was what I'm used to listening to. Like you know, somebody screaming in my ear, you know, <laughs> <laughs> somebody rapping about bullshit or something. I don't know. <laughs> and uh. <laughs> And uh, what inspired the Tarantula Mountain name? Like, how did you guys come up with that? Um, that's a good question. I don't remember. Oh, uh, so I have a, a list of band names uh, that I always add to. I'm always adding different names. And that was one of them that was on there. Um, there were other mountain-type band names that I had. Um, but Tarantula Mountain was one that stood out. And um, I've always, like, I love, I've always had a, a love for spiders. Uh, I'm an artist as well, so I'm always drawing spiders. I think they're fascinating looking. And uh, so that was just one of the cool names that stood out there. So when we were going back and forth, um, that was just one of the names that, that we all agreed on that was one of the cooler names that, that I had written down. 
I like it, honestly. Like, I I feel like it's different, and it kind of gives me a Valley vibe, too, honestly. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice, yeah. It's kind of funny because I'm actually terrified of spiders, and when we filmed the last video um, for the song Voyage, one of the cast members brought in an actual tarantula. Oh, and wow. I would hold it. <laughs> so when I that video, I'm kind of uh, kind of terrified, but I'm pretending I'm not because the guys were not about to hold it. Um, Mark actually said if he had to hold it, he was gonna run out of the room. So <laughs> really, yeah. Was like if you, I'm, I'm out if I have to pick it up. It was a gentle tarantula. It was though. a good one. Yeah, she was real sweet. Yeah. Her name was Sugar. Oh wow, <laughs> sugar! What the hell? <laughs> and uh, how would you describe your music to someone who hasn't heard it before? Um, I think uh, the way I present it to people is um, kind of a throwback to the late '90s, early 2000s alternative rock. Like if you're listening to 120 minutes on MTV late at night, um, female fronted rock, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, that's what it that's what it gave me. I was Yeah. Yeah, Maybe yeah. Alternative rock. Yeah, oh. I, I I love that honestly. Yeah. I I can totally hear it now. We're, we're big fans of uh Soundgarden, uh Alice in Chains, Smashing Pumpkins, Smashing Pumpkins, Pearl Jam, Garbage, A Perfect Circle. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah, yep. love no doubt. Yes. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, I don't know how the song goes. <laughs> that is the one that everybody knows. Uh, don't speak. Yeah, don't speak. There you go. <laughs> I, I need to listen to that song. I'll be right back. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and on uh, your latest video, Orthodox, can you tell me the story behind the music video on the song? Um, so lyrically, if I'm being honest, it has, uh, to do with, um, some religions that are, that have almost like a cult vibe to them. Um, but the lyrics are a little, um, they can be a little bit vague because there's a lot of other things that can, that can go on, especially societally that have that vibe where people just follow blindingly on whatever a certain message is. <laughs> Joel Osteen, well, sorry. <laughs> it's a, that's, that's what the, the majority of the lyrics are about. I feel like the lyrics um, have enough ambiguity where you could apply it to, like, uh, mainstream media. Oh, definitely. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Which is what inspired the video. Yeah, the the, the video itself, uh, we took, you know, the theme of They Live. From John Carpenter. Do you remember that movie? No. And I'm shaking my head, yes, but no. Oh, uh, dude, you got to watch it. It's, uh, I'm sure you've seen memes of it, but it's the one where the guy, and it was actually Roddy Piper was the actor. He puts oh, on... Snap. Yeah, dude, you, it's definitely a cult classic. Like, you should definitely check it out. Uh, I'll watch it for Roddy Piper. Absolutely. Yeah, Roddy Piper puts on sunglasses that he finds, and when he puts them on, he can see who is an alien and who is not. 
Oh, wow. So, but he can also see messages. So, like, magazines and newspapers, billboards, like, it'll have what's written on there, but when he puts the sunglasses on, it'll say, like, consume or obey, um, just different, you know, different types of, like, propaganda that no one else can see unless you have those sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, kind of like being the crazy person in the in that time. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> Why haven't I seen this movie? <laughs> yeah, definitely it's worth watching. We still watch it, like, once in a while. Yeah. Um, it's got, like, a 10-minute fight scene that's kind of ridiculous. So we had to recreate the fight scene for the video. Yes. Oh, okay, yeah. And what's it called again? They Live. They Live. Yeah. Yes. Okay, and- um mention it in at the end of the video like in the credits okay i'm just writing it down on my notes right now because i want to watch that a definite must watch yeah dude you should definitely it's it's a fun movie and once you watch it you'll see a lot of like the references we put for the video um like the newscasters in the video uh who are often personalities um the blonde is actually the lead singer of a lo- of an Austin-based band called The Immortals, and um, she's a, a horror show host for Horror Web, and they do oh, wow. like, uh, little horror shorts and stuff. And then um, the car salesman in the video is Dave TV, who does a, a lot of interviews with bands and stuff in town, and uh, we just thought it would be fun to include him. That's amazing. I was yeah, I was keep the scene alive. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah. And as a band from Austin, uh, how how has the local music scene influenced your sound? Um, I don't know really that we sound a lot like other bands. Um, so I think just being a part of the music scene, we've been trying to really take steps to set our sound apart from that and um, just try to be as different and original as possible while still staying true to like our roots of um, alternative rock. I, I, I will say that one thing that does influence us, or at least me, from Austin is how many really good musicians there are here. There's yeah, definitely. Incredible artists, uh, incredible bands. So, it, it, the influence I would say is that it, it it forces us to keep our chops up and to write the best songs we possibly can. So we spend extra time. We'll spend months on a song, polishing it, uh, chiseling it away the best we can. Um, and I think it's not. It's like a a, a positive uh, competitiveness. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like if you surround yourself with with others that are um so gifted and skilled, you you want to level up. Yeah, I I I could totally feel that cuz we have a little bit of that in the valley too. I don't oh, know yeah. if it's a positive or if it's a <laughs> negative, but um like I feel like I'm I know who's winning, but I'm not even going to like say say anything but you know i love all the music here in in the rgv and um you know i love a lot of music from austin like uh shout out to soft train 
<laughs> yeah, we love AC. He was so fun. Uh, that that time we we played with the Exiles when he was still in that band. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He, that guy was actually the reason why. Well, actually, one of the reasons why I became so serious and started doing my podcast and like taking it. I don't know. There's a lot of people that inspired me to do this, but uh, he is one of my biggest influences. And you know, if it wasn't for him and Southern Train or South Train. Like, I wouldn't be where I'm at, and we wouldn't be on the phone right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to thank him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and what is your favorite song to perform live? Ooh. Um, man, I don't know. Right now, Kintsugi is a lot of fun because I think it's a little bit challenging. And it's really pretty, and I think it's kind of different. Um, that one is Screaming in Blue. Ooh. I think for me, one of my favorite ones is Never There Too. Um, because of its, it's a very simple song. The song is pretty much two chords. But the complexity of what I'm playing and the dynamics, um, I always have such a blast playing that song. Man, I want to see you guys live one day. I, I hope we can play in the valley sometime. That would be a lot of fun. Go back to our roots. Oh, that would be amazing. Hopefully not within the next few months because I'm not going to be here. I'm going to South Carolina next week. Um, but <laughs> I, I really want to see you guys perform. Like uh, like every time that I listen to your music, uh, I'm just kind of like, I don't know. I kind of start imagining things. Like I, I watch music. I I pretty much close my eyes and like I watch like a music video in my head. And it's always different, honestly. That's what I do with a lot of music that that I listen to. I just kind of make up my own music video. That's awesome. Yeah, I don't know. It could be weird or I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> we definitely write music um, that is uh, maybe like theatrical, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, where it does have like its ups and downs and... Um, again, like the dynamics, you know, so it, so I can, I, I do the same thing too, visualizing um, different themes. Uh, and a lot of times in the song, uh, especially once we have lyrics in it, we'll like dive into that, whatever that theme is. Yeah. And uh, like with your, like your music often deals with like themes of love, themes of love, mm -hmm. loss and redemption, like, uh, how do you guys draw from personal experiences when writing your songs? Well, uh, okay, so you mentioned Orthodox Red, and I, and I, you know, I told you like the theme was kind of like almost like religious, uh, and part of that when we when we were working on it in the studio, I wanted to have like a choir, like a chant going on. That's what you hear like towards the end of it. Oh, okay, I was wondering. Yeah, so it's that kind of stuff, you know? Wow. Yeah. Man, I'm, man, you guys are really, really like, wow, you guys are blowing my mind right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we, we really like to get in there. I think it's because um, me, and, me and Jazz are both pretty creative people. Uh, we're both artists, you know, yeah. like to paint and draw. And, and so... We take quite a bit of time 
just throwing ideas out there. And creativity like that can be very contagious. You know? Yeah, definitely. Like, we, we're working on the next video, and we've been throwing ideas around uh, for the last two months. And yeah. honestly, like, we had to, like, okay, we got to chill. Because <laughs> now we have too many ideas, and, you know, we only got a four-minute video. Um, but we do that quite a bit. We We really... We're passionate about the music, so we take quite a bit of time to really focus on each song. Like that first album, uh, we worked on those songs from about 2016 or so till we got to record it, which was in 2021. We're in 2022, but there was, you know, six years, five to six years of effort into fine-tuning and perfecting those songs. Um, and the videos are really important to us, and I feel like that's actually a, a pretty important aspect to our project. Um, because if we maybe if we don't get your attention um, with the audio, the visual will draw you in. Uh, so even the videos that we're the video we're writing now, we're going to be recording it in June, but we've been working on it since maybe early July because we got the the go-ahead to film Voyage, which was our most recent video. And at that time, we were developing ideas for Kintsugi, which is the next one. So um, after that, I think we might do a video for Screaming in Blue and then go into the studio to record, excuse me, the second album. Oh, that's how you say that, Kintsugi. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the hell? Is that a Chinese plate? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, funny you mentioned plate. Do you know what Kintsugi means? No, I don't. It's really cool. It's a really cool message. Um, the idea behind it, and it usually happens with. Um, it's a Japanese word. Yeah, it usually uh, it has to do with when something breaks. Instead of just tossing it away, you put it back together with gold to make it even more valuable. Oh wow! So that, that's something that's really powerful. You know, I. I when I first heard that, I'm like, man, that is, I love that, you know? Um, and a lot of times it has to do with like silver, not silverware, but like plates, like if a plate falls and breaks, you use gold to piece it back together. And now you have a golden plate that has even more value. Um, uh, and, you know, you could apply that to like, even like yourself. Uh, yeah. you so many different things. And uh, I love that concept. And then from that, We've been working with that on like ideas for the video, so it's been it's been a lot of fun. Man, I can't. I'm not really much of a music video watcher, but I'm gonna have to check that out because, wow. <laughs> yeah, check out Voyage. We've got that tarantula that makes a, an appearance, and um, we've got a local actor. He, um, I don't think he'd be offended if I said that, but he's kind of like a freak show situation where he like staples stuff to himself and like cards and stuff um so he he makes a feature in our our video for voyage and um he's actually the guy that brought the tarantula in and when you see it like okay that that checks out um (laughs) he's a really cool uh friend of ours his name is zach um his sideshow name is gay satan so you can look him up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's wow. 
That was a lot too. <laughs> yeah, oh. our, there's a lot of thought put into our stuff. Yeah, I love that you guys are just keeping off and weird right now, honestly. <laughs> We're well, <trying>. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, who are some of your biggest musical influences? Um, personally, right now, um, I'm a big Nine Inch Nails fan, so I take a lot of inspiration from Trent's lyrical content and um I grew up loving No Doubt and Shirley Manson from Garbage and uh you know, throwing a little Miley Cyrus for, for good measure. Yeah. We need the metal version or the or the <laughs> alternative or the nineties alternative version of uh, I can buy myself flowers or whatever. <laughs> Killer baseline. And uh, we both yeah. love circles, so Yeah. A lot of inspiration from them. Yeah, Perfect Circle Tool. Uh, there's so many amazing guitarists out there, uh, so it's tough for me to pick one. Um, I love everything from from even classical music, classical guitars, Segovia, um, especially like Spanish classical guitar, uh, but also like even the heavy metal stuff. Randy Rhodes, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, uh, man, I don't know. Uh, Jimmy Page is definitely a huge influence just with how diverse he was, all the different songs he wrote. Um, I, have a, I have a question, and it's not like in the – it's not on my list, but um, mm. every time I think of Austin, I think of this. Mm. But do you guys ever maybe go to the Stevie Ray Vaughan statue and just, like, find in some inspiration lyrically or musically? Like while sitting around or, you know, just walking around there? We haven't done that yet. We might have to. Yeah. Because honestly, when I went to Austin for like the first time as an adult, uh, Arnold was the one that took me. Uh, he took me to the Stevie Ray Vaughan statue, and I don't know, I just felt very musically satisfied. Yeah. That's a great idea. It's been like six years, I think, since we've been out there we haven't this is home for us now so maybe we're taking for granted like the some of like the the sites you know we're, that's i think that's a that's a great idea we're probably going to have to do that at some point yeah go back You're to being for a minute yeah just, really find a new appreciation for the city yeah that's 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 great uh, right now we're definitely always going to be in love with the food <laughs> the food up here is excellent um and then, of course, checking out bands playing. But yeah, that's I think that's a great idea. The Steve Ray statue. Controversial topic: In and Out or Whataburger? Whataburger, hands down. I don't think I've ever tried In and Out. I love In and Out burgers. Stay away think... from the fries. Stay away from the fries, though. They suck. Oh, uh, dude, that's a deal breaker. Yeah, I know. Because I... I usually just get two double doubles, <laughs> and I'm happy. <laughs> Animal style? Animal style, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm a number five, classic number five from Whataburger. Oh, okay. Or a Bob, so. Oh, yeah, I I tried the Bob, like, not, like, recently, and I'm like, holy crap, where have you been? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, let's see. And uh, before we uh, before we end the conversation, uh, I like to 
I like to, uh, you know, ask this question because it's always a fun one because you never know what you're going to get. But if if you were ever stuck in an elevator with any musician, dead or alive, who would it be and what would you talk about? Hmm. I would love to be in an elevator with Trent Reznor. I think I would just be floored. Um, I would have to just give a lot of thanks for music that actually saved me, you know. I can't think of a a bad album I've heard from Nine Inch Nails. Man, I don't know. Um... (laughs) I don't... um... You know, I would probably have to. The first thing that came to mind, honestly, was uh, Peter Steele. Ah. Oh, nice. Just because uh, Typo is one of my top ten favorite bands, they always will be. Um, and I've seen plenty of uh, videos of Peter. I think he would be a, a riot. Um, I don't know if we would get along. Maybe who knows? But I think that would be that would be super cool to. Uh, to even have have a chance to have a conversation with him, that'd be incredible. <laughs> Can I throw a fun fact in there about Peter Steele? Of course. So um, the videos that we have made are actually done with a local production company called Penny Rock Productions. Um, the director and their lead producer are actually from Brownsville as well, and they're putting together a documentary about a legendary Austin venue. And JB is actually interviewed talking about his experience seeing Peter Steele at that at that venue. So when you watch the trailer, he's actually doing a little bit from right. from that show. Yeah. Um which I'll send you the trailer a little later so you can check it out. Yeah, yeah. It's not so it's not out yet? It's not out yet. They're gonna release it for South by Southwest next year. Oh man, I would love yeah. to see that. It's a documentary of the back room. Oh wow. I don't know if you ever, I mean, no, it's not I, but, uh, you know, it was uh, one of those historical venues that had Pantera. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, Dangerous Toys. Dangerous Toys. And, and actually, funny enough, um, this was, I don't know, maybe like 10, 15 years ago. Uh, my bass player at that time worked there, and we actually were fortunate enough to rehearse on that stage every every Monday. We would rehearse there. So, um, yeah, very, just a, an incredible venue. Um, a lot like uh, the White Rabbit from uh, San Antonio. I don't know. If you've been yeah, there. yeah, I've never been there. That, it, you know, it's kind of like that, like just one of those uh, historic venues that everyone's played at. And it's Emo's, yeah. new Emo's. Yeah, yeah. I, I, went, I went to Emo's or Emo's or whatever it's called. Uh, back in 2014 for for a concert, and then I go to Come Take It Live here and there. Oh, that's a yeah, Come and Take It, man. That's a great venue. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but those are the only two venues that I've been to there in Austin. Nice. Yeah, those are those are great venues. So is Batfest. Batfest was amazing. Nice. Nice. Yeah, and, uh, what's up? No, I was just thinking because I mentioned the White Rabbit the last time we were there. We saw Gojira. Seven Ooh, dude, killer show. Dude, I've mm-hmm. never seen Gojira actually, and I. How was like? Did they kill it or? It's they, so fun, man. 
Like it, um, it sounded, I, I don't like saying it sounded like the album. Cause honestly, I felt like it sounded better. Yeah. 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 Like cranked and they're, you know, it's live. So you get the energy from both the band and the crowd, but they're, they're, they're definitely one of my favorite bands as well. And Gojira, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to add them to my playlist so I can listen to them while I'm in South Carolina. Oh, hell yeah, <laughs> yep. And I love Hell Yeah too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and finally, uh, what can, uh, what can we expect from, from you guys in the future? Any upcoming shows or projects you're excited about? I know you guys have talked about the album and like a uh, new album and you know, the music video, but is there anything else? Um, so we're playing a show next week. We're really not going to be playing out a whole lot this year uh, because as we're, we're kind of at a halfway point for our second album right now, we're going to actually finish up a project um, that we'd been working on before 2015. And this is for the final album for our, our old band, Tombstone Union. Um, so we're going to be going into the studio to record a, a double disc album, which will be um, 18 songs altogether. Ooh. And um, yeah, it's something we've put off for a very long time. So we're we're not we're we're still going to be gigging, but not as much. Last year we were playing just about every weekend. Um, and if we weren't playing, we were filming a video yeah. <laughs> or doing an interview. <laughs> <laughs> this year we decided we decided to take a little bit of time off from gigging um and focus on finishing finishing projects that that have been they've just been there for too long that need to get finalized so yeah. and of course I'm super excited about the new material we're writing it's really really fun yeah um but he's all JB's also in a, a few other projects uh, he's got a metal project called the Cactus Brigade, and they're just finishing up their first album. He's got a, a another project called Dead But Cannot Die, and they're uh, they're just finishing their second album and about to record their third. Yeah, we're going to be recording the the final Tombstone Union album, and then um, probably recording the first half of the Tarantula second album, and making a couple more videos. Um, I think it would be fun to release like a the DVD just you get like the visual aspect of the album as well, you know. Oh hell yeah, that would be great. We keep them busy. So yeah, we keep we definitely yeah we keep busy. And in the yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say wow, you guys have like a whole freaking two years in your head. <laughs> oh yeah, yep. And because we took so we we took so much time to make sure the first album was good, um, we want to put as much time as we can into making sure the second album is just as tasty and and fancy, you know, um, and then around all of that, you know, we work, we run a music school, we teach at a music school. So we're, we host summer camps that are rock, rock camp based. Um, so we're kind of trying to pass it on to the next generation, you know? Hell yeah. I'm, I'm excited to, I'm excited to be a part of this journey now. Cause once, <laughs> Once, once I interview you, you're stuck with me. <laughs> oh man! And uh, where can we find you guys uh, on social media wise? 
Uh, Tarantula Mountain on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube. We're Tarantula Mountain ATX, and uh, we're on Rumble and Lemonade. Uh, any social media platform you can find, we've probably got a page out on there. And um, Spotify. We're on all the streaming platforms as Tarantula Mountain. Okay, and uh, you said TikTok, right? Yeah, we've got a TikTok. Okay, cool, because I need to follow you guys if I still haven't. I wasn't going to do it, but <laughs> it's actually quite a bit of fun. Um, and I think we're reaching a, a different market than we would normally. Um, so we've actually had a few videos get pretty successful on that platform. Yeah, and uh, just a word of advice, if TikTok gets banned, uh, join Clapper. It's exactly like TikTok, maybe a little bit more cheap. But... Oh, we, uh, we got a Clapper as well. Okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as soon as I hear of one coming out, I'm like, okay, I got to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up page. But uh, I want to thank you guys so much for, for uh, you know, like, wanting, for reaching out to me, for doing this podcast with me. Uh, I was getting nervous when, like, I don't really know the person, but I love that you, that you gave me so much information even before we like you know started the interview so uh you know like and i know i know y'all's good people because you got arnold and you got mark to talk about like so i'm just excited to see what you guys have coming up like i don't know it's it makes me excited so much well cool and i'll I'll send you the trailer so you can check out um the documentary when they started filming the trailers and uh different clips and stuff they needed a band to do these, um, I can't think of what it's called, like a throwback scene. Yeah. Like, okay. Uh, yeah, so we're the band that's in that trailer that's been viewed almost 10,000 times. Holy smokes, that's great. <laughs> we're not, I don't know if we're, we're credited in that, but it's just cool to know that, like, my very first mosh pit is in that video. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that is That is good stuff. I can't wait to see that. And I can't wait for that movie to come out next year on South by Southwest 2024. Yeah, maybe we'll be playing a show. Yeah, definitely. And I'll try my best to be there. Awesome. But thank you thank you guys so much. Check out Tarantula Mountain. They're everywhere. Uh, and remember that without music, life would be a mistake. <laughs>